We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio this uh, morning. We're starting to get a uh, a little bit of a sprinkle, a little rain shower beginning. We're going to get drenched, obviously, as uh, today, tonight goes on. Um, thoughts with anybody in South Louisiana. Hopefully all you guys got out that uh, listened and lived down that way prior to uh, Hurricane Ida hitting it yesterday. Is it uh, kind of makes its track through Mississippi today, seeing we're still a tropical storm as it uh, heads this way very slowly, around 8 miles an hour this morning when I uh, when I woke up and checked that out. So we'll be getting some uh, some torrential rain at some point today or uh, or tonight, I guess. But it is game week, Ole Miss and Louisville, one week away. This time next week, just be uh, inside 12 hours from uh, from kickoff there in Atlanta between the, uh, the Cardinals and the Rebels. We'll talk about that a little bit today. We'll talk about some early lines, kind of plans for the week, and much more now that it is finally here. On the Oxford Exxon podcast, the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West, the, uh, the hot case, get some barbecue, some pork, some chicken, plenty of different options there, including a lot of uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of side items that are available there at the Oxford Exxon. When you check out, just do it yourself. Self-checkout is available there at the Blue Sky location. Take advantage of that and uh, much more. Download the Speed Pass Plus app. Get the lunch special. It's five sixty nine, two sides, bread, 32-ounce drink. And again, we're coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest. Join us this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. It'll be a great place this week to watch games. Obviously, Ole Miss doesn't play until Monday. Tennessee game's the first SEC game on Thursday night. There's lots of college football on Friday, on Saturday, even some on Sunday. Um, So you can head over to Rafters, enjoy a po' boy, their burgers, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal, great appetizers, all of that at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, also in New Albany. And don't forget about Rafters on the Water as well as we get ready for 
a holiday weekend. You can enjoy uh, frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, and great waterfront views there at Rafters. First uh, game of the season, a Big Ten safety kicking off the scoring. Illinois with a win over uh, Nebraska. You know, it was not too I'd be one and zero right now. It was not too long ago that Scott Frost was just the pick of the litter wherever sure. he wanted to go. He was the dude. Sure. He and Jim Harbaugh. He and Jim Harbaugh with the. I'm happy for him that he at least struck while the iron is high because that's what we tell talk about Billy Napier and different guys. Hey, when sure. you, when you got a shot, go 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 take it because talk about a bloom off a rose there in Lincoln. That's although you wonder if he would look back and go, you know what, Napier, Napier might have it figured out. Stay stay where you are, make good money, security, keep winning, build the resume. They're not going to fire Napier if he has one bad year and wait for a great job. Because Nebraska is not a great job, no, by any stretch of the imagination. No, just because a job was great in the '80s, and it was great in the '80s, yeah, just because a job was great in the '80s doesn't make it great in the 2020s. Hello, Tennessee. Yeah, you're aware of that one, aren't you? Two things can be true at once: a job can have once been great and not be great anymore. I think it's arguable that Florida State's in that category. It's once a great job, indisputably. Sure, you can you cannot argue that Florida State in the eighties and nineties was not a great job. It absolutely was. It, but it might not be anymore. It also shows you how so many jobs across the country are in college football are coach dependent. Because Florida State, their two winnings, Bobby and Jimbo. Mm-hmm. That's when they've won. Otherwise, they've been okay. But blah, whatever. It's not anything sure. awesome. Florida is in that realm to a certain extent. Of you course. look at it. You've got Spurrier and you've got Urban Meyer, two guys that won national titles, two guys that won like crazy. And then when they have a good, above average, not elite, but really good coach, they're above average and really good. You know what I mean? I mean, you got you could argue, Mullen, you got dudes, you could argue I mean, about Alabama. It's everybody for the most part. I mean, or it is know. everybody. It's 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 a hundred percent job dependent. Ole Miss can be nationally relevant when they have a good coach. Alabama's Alabama's floor is higher than the floors we just talked about. Sure. I mean, yeah. Mike DeBose won 10 games at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Mike Shula won 10 games at Alabama. And what speaks to what you're talking about at Nebraska, you know, Frank Solich won nine games multiple times. was very competitive. Sure. Those guys. But that time has even passed now. That's not the case. The landscape has changed. The money has changed. The TV has changed. Again, there was a day. when It was when I was a kid. Nebraska was one of the brands that you saw on television. You saw Nebraska, you saw Oklahoma, you saw Alabama, you saw Tennessee, you saw Notre Dame, you saw Michigan, you saw Ohio State, USC. You wanted to watch, say, Kentucky. You might see Kentucky once a year, maybe. If you wanted to watch those kind of games, you had to get up and watch that 11-30 game on Jefferson Pilot, and you'd see Kentucky play twice a year. Not now. If I'm a kid in Topeka, Kansas, and I want to watch Kentucky play, I can watch every Kentucky game live in HD. And not even stream, just on TV. Yeah, but I can stream it too. Yeah, sure. It's available. If I get in the car and drive down to the Sonic, I can keep watching it. It's a different landscape. I wrote this in 10 Thoughts. I was writing about um, Ryan Brown and Lance Taylor and those guys 
and I made sure that Ryan knew I wasn't throwing shade at him yesterday. And he, we, we talked about this. Ryan's prediction for the year, they were each asked to kind of make a prediction. And Ryan's was Ole Miss goes 10-2, and two, Lane Kiffin's SEC Coach of the Year, which fairly quickly prompted a response. And I get it. This is not a criticism of Lance. I like Lance. He's very, very good. I'm super excited for their success at the next round. He said, would that be enough to get him one of the big jobs? And some people get offended by that. I don't. I look at it and go, I, I, get, I under, completely understand that line of thinking. But then you have to rationally go into the conversation of, okay, now, now what t- constitutes a big job? Mm-hmm. Would Lane Kiffin leave for Alabama? Yes, right this moment. Sure. Right now, in the middle of game week. Yes. He'd be a fool not to. But what does Lane Kiffin have to do at Ole Miss to get the Alabama job? Got to win at a super high level. Sure. Would Lane Kiffin leave for Oklahoma? Yes. On the eve of the opener. He'd be a fool not to. But what does Lane Kiffin have to do to get the Oklahoma job when Lincoln Riley leaves? He's going to win big at Ole Miss for an extended period of time. He has to erase all doubt. Would Lane Kiffin leave for Florida? Probably so. What does Lane Kiffin have to do to get the Florida job? To get Scott Strickland to go, Lane Kiffin's my guy. Probably got to win on at a sustained level. Would Lane Kiffin leave for Florida State? I don't know. I don't think so. Tallahassee's not exactly beachfront. No, no, of course not. They're in the ACC. There's not the same money. There's not the same resources. There's not the same appeal. Five years ago, was Florida State a better job than Ole Miss? Absolutely. Is it today? I don't think so. And that's the difference. So people talk about UCLA. Would he go to UCLA? Obviously, there's two giant, giant pulls to UCLA. His kids, the water. The water. But it's the Pac-12. You saw the UCLA crowd on Saturday. There was nobody there. Would Lane Kiffin change that? I don't know. If you're thinking about it from a pure football standpoint, is what's a better job today, UCLA or Ole Miss? As insane as it would sound 20 years ago, the answer's Ole Miss. It's the longer version of what we always talk about. It's not even necessarily a Lane Kiffin leaving conversation, but there are only so many jobs where they're willing to take him and he's willing to take and the money's anywhere near the same ballpark. And to get those jobs... You've got to win like a son of a gun. You've got to establish yourself as a winner. And frankly, even more so now because, you know, you look at Ole Miss's recent past, go, well, they've already been to a Sugar Bowl. Like, what are you doing different than they've done? They're in the SEC West. They're off probation. They've built a roster. They got, you know what I mean? Like, you're hey, you've got to, like, really do something to get that top level to be overly interested in you because, hey, you're kind of not on a level playing field, but you are at the same time. I mean, your, your division opponents are your division opponents. It's not the same as... Billy Napier at Lafayette and them going, hey, look what he's doing without all the resources down there. Son of a gun. That's nowhere near the same no. argument at this point. So, And when people talk about, well, you wanna, he wants to go to a national championship program. Well, today there are four of those. I mean, let's be real. There is no parity in college football today. There's not. Not at the top. No. The same four teams make the playoff every damn year. Mm-hmm. And really only a pool from like five. Yes. Depending on how you want to throw Notre Dame in there. I mean, about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't throw Notre Dame yeah. in there because they don't consistently make the playoff. Yeah. Well, they have 
twice in the last five yes. years. Is yes. why I'm going. Hey, maybe if you want to do that. Yeah, sure. I mean they get they get some of some benefits because TV loves them, and I get it. Yeah, but it's Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson. Those four programs without you can't make an argument for another program no. other than those no, four. No, no, no. Those four dominate the sport. So what would Lane Kiffin have to do to get one of those four jobs? He wouldn't get it today. To get the Alabama job, the Clemson job, the Ohio State job, or the Oklahoma job, what would Lane Kiffin have to do at Ole Miss? Make a playoff bolstered around other really competitive seasons or a large run of access bowl-type games over multiple years. Yeah, I mean, I would think at least three years. Mm -hmm. Probably fair. I mean, if at the end of one season he can go land one of those jobs, man, kudos. Go for it. You only live once. Yeah, and everybody's human, so who knows? I mean, but yeah, I mean, nobody's nobody's arguing that 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 those aren't the elite jobs. They are. They ab- absolutely are. But to get that job, and then on top of that, I don't think Dabo's leaving anytime soon. I don't think Nick Saban's retiring anytime soon. Ryan Day's not leaving Ohio State unless it's to go to the NFL, and even then, I don't know that he's doing it anytime soon. People keep saying Lincoln Riley's going to leave, and yet Lincoln Riley doesn't leave. But if Lincoln Riley left today, the list of coaches that would want the Oklahoma job is long, distinguished. Oklahoma would view Lane Kiffin as a risky hire today. So that's what I thought was interesting about that. But, you know, when you say 10-2 and SEC Coach of the Year, the immediate response is, well, where would he go? And I sometimes think that's a failure on the part of us in the media to acknowledge what we started out talking about with Nebraska, which is Nebraska losing at Illinois to open the season. The media goes, oh, my God, what a shock. And I look at it and go, did y'all watch the Big Ten last year? Because Illinois was decent and Nebraska sucked. Why is this surprising that Illinois won the game? It takes two decades or more for people to change their visions of programs. That's the damnedest thing. Yes. And yet, so it tells me, and I don't watch as much as a lot of these guys that are the junkies that are like, ooh, I must tweet about every game so that everyone knows that I'm watching all of the college football. Look at me. Which is the majority of sports media. Look at me. I must tweet about every game. Oh, boy. I must tweet and make sure that everyone knows that I'm watching every single game because, ooh, I'm so happy that college football's back. Yeah, sure. All right, did you watch anything last year? Because Nebraska was bad. Yes, they got the helmet. And if you are 50 years old, you can remember a day that that helmet inspired awe. It no longer does. Two things can be Tom Osborne kicked ass at Nebraska, mm-hmm. period. He dominated. They were freaking amazing sure. with Rozier and, and, and all those cats. It's over. That, that, those days are over. They've been over. There's not a kid born today playing college football who can remember those days. Not one. Yeah. Illinois, first-year coach, backup quarterback, Beats Nebraska yesterday. But if you watched yeah. Illinois last season, yeah. and I did, unfortunately, I, if you watched Illinois last season, you knew they weren't that bad. He he left them with some talent. They were in games. They didn't know how to win, but they weren't getting just mauled by the average Big Ten team. Yeah, Ohio State kicked their ass, but Ohio State kicks everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. 
But when they played the middle of the pack, Big Ten team, Rutgers, Maryland, whatever, Illinois hung in there. So the people that are like, oh, my God, Illinois beat Nebraska. Sometimes I just, I mean, I know most of the people in our field are are not bright. I I watch it routinely because they don't know how to make money, and so I kind of make fun of them. But when you're sitting there doing this all day, are you paying attention or are you just strictly doing the social media thing? Because it was not surprising to me to come in from Carson's game on Saturday afternoon to turn the TV on and see Illinois up two scores. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Had five D1 games over the weekend. Again, Illinois beats Nebraska 30-22. to uh, Randy Edsel's UConn team still sucks. They took last year off from COVID. They get beat 45 to nothing by Fresno State yesterday in uh, in the Valley. Hawaii and UCLA. UCLA looked pretty good. Hawaii sucks, but UCLA 44-10 there against, uh, against the Warriors. One of my mailbag questions is, and it's a really good question, uh-huh. and I haven't completely answered it yet, but it's a really good question because it was thought-provoking. It was, hey, if you could only watch one game on Saturday in each of the time slots. For this current you, weekend. Yes. You can't flip around. Yeah. Now, obviously, I can, yeah. and I'm going to. But if I couldn't, which night game would I watch? And I got to tell you, after watching UCLA the other night, UCLA LSU. it might be that one. We'll look at it in a minute. I know, I know it's for your mailbag. We might steal that in a second. But anyway, uh, the other two games... I hope Eli Johnson has a wonderful final season at Mexico State, but they are very bad. They lose thirty to three to UTEP yesterday. Oh, they uh, stayed within twenty seven. They stayed within twenty seven. Look at yeah. them. Hey, hey, 30, small victories. Thirty to three. They're uh, the Miners over uh, over the Aggies, I believe is, is who that is. And then uh, Southern Utah, San Jose State. If you are just a glutton for punishment on uh, on Saturday night, San Jose State forty five, Southern Utah fourteen. Couldn't tell you Southern Utah's mascot to save my life. The San Jose State story is actually pretty good because the guy's done a really good job it there, is, and, yeah. and they brought Starkle in, and Starkle's had real success there mm-hmm. when he never had success anyplace else. A coach kind of finally figured him out, yeah. and he's always had great arm talent, but at Texas A&M, they surrendered with him. As, as soon as he, had a, he got injured, they went, okay, well, we can't play you anymore. And then at Arkansas, for reasons beyond comprehension, I think it's for reasons because Chad Morris is not a very good coach, they had Nick Starkle. But he insisted on bringing the kid from SMU with him. Ben Hicks. Ben Hicks. And he kept making Hicks his quarterback because mm-hmm. Hicks knows my system. Yeah, He sucked at SMU, but he's well, going to be well, great here's, at Arkansas. Here's the thought, Chad. One quarterback has real arm talent. The other quarterback doesn't. Of course, this happened at Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, Matt Luke and Rich Rodriguez and those guys fired themselves. When you try to be the smartest guy in the room, when you're not the smartest guy in the room. Issues. Here's the thought. Play the quarterback with the most arm talent. Yeah. Build the system. Make the system work for that quarterback. The guy at San Jose State, Starkle, there's no question when you watch Nick Starkle that he's got an NFL arm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Always says. Remember some of the throws he made in that game that Ole Miss popped Arkansas here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you watch, there were two or three throws in that game where Starkle made a throw. You're like, whoa, why is he not playing? Why did you wait till you're down 17 nothing to bring him in? couple of those throws can't coach those throws so build the system around or tweak your system to accommodate the quarterback yeah the guy at san jose state's done it with starkle they're they're they have a real shot to win that that conference because of that coach and quarterback combo mountain west Mm -hmm. is that what it is yeah or is it mountain west or whack they're in the whack. The whack's gone, isn't it? I didn't even think the whack was a no, thing. I think anymore. the whack is still a thing. Is it? Hell, I don't know. Maybe it's Whatever. Mountain West. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, well, whatever they're out there, they're pretty good at it. The Spartans 1-0 after beating 
southern uh, southern Utah. We'll talk a little Ole Miss, look at the schedule for this week in a second. First, talk about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Dead Soxy is on the verge of releasing uh, some brand new uh, socks, brand new gear that you'll absolutely love. It's really, they're really excited about it. For now, though, if you haven't had it before, haven't had Dead Soxy, haven't tried them on, go to deadsoxy.com, go to the clearance section, look at the stuff that's on sale already. It's great stuff. And then put it in your cart, add the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off your entire order. So you get the clearance sale. 25% more. Try the socks. You'll absolutely love them. When the new gear comes, you'll be first in line to jump on that. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. You don't have to commit to the full season to sign up for Seven Souths services. They offer single-game packages, and they still have availability for all seven Ole Miss home games. Seven South provides the equipment, secures the spot, sets everything up for you. They also offer unloading assistance and food beverage delivery on game day. These single game packages are great for those of you only wanting to tailgate for a game or two. They start at just $225 per game for non-conference, $325 per game for SEC games. Get in touch with 7SouthTailgating.com or call 662-321-1682. The Grove will be open for tailgating this fall, and Game Changer Patch Company wants to help you prepare. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. To get ready for the Grove, Game Changer is running a giveaway until September the 8th, All Game Changer patch orders placed online through the website will be entered to win an officially licensed Ole Miss branded Yeti Roadie 24 hard-sided cooler and a home run bundle of four packs of warm-ups and four packs of overtime. There are also free chances to enter the giveaway, including leaving a product review or following um, Game Changer on Instagram. The link is pinned on Rebel Grove, or you can access it on Game Changers' website as well in the drop-down menu. So try the patches and enter to win at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20, REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Void in states where this is prohibited. We're also brought to you by ACS. They're owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. Established in 2013, ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service uh, and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. If you're in need of custom HMI and uh, SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on locally this week and every week. Bus tours coming back here in a couple weeks. Those at 3 o'clock and at 4 o'clock on home football weekends. You can call, you can make reservations. 
get an adult ticket, you also get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans if you would like with that uh, that cross promotion. So again, check out the website, see everything going on, where to eat, where to uh, stay, what to do, see, and much more. Again, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. So Ole Miss uh, had no practice availability on Saturday. They uh, have a normal game week pushed back a little bit, I guess pushed back one day. So normal Monday is now Tuesday, normal Tuesday now Wednesday, and, and so on and so forth. No immediate availability following Thursday, so uh, it will be it will the hay will be in the barn as we say as of yes. uh, sometime late Thursday. Us and every high school football coach in America. Um, Boys, the hay to, is in uh, the barn. Yeah. First well, time I heard that, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Typically, after the walkthrough on Thursday, right? Is that is that is that? Yeah. Or even after the Wednesday practice when the walkthrough is all no. this well. The Bearcats would wait until Thursday. They'd wait for Thursday. We weren't all the smartest Bearcats in the world, so you wanted to make sure that you indeed, had to lock a few things down on Thursday. Still, you had indeed put the hay in the barn. But we'd often hear that on Thursday night. Now okay. it's up to you. We've done all we can do for you as coaches. Yeah, the hay is in the barn. Week one begins with uh, UAB and Jacksonville State on Wednesday night. It's on ESPN. If you'd like to, okay, to, to follow that one at six thirty. At that game's at in, in UAB. That's in Montgomery at the Crampton Bowl. Oh, that sucks! I would have liked to have watched. Um, <laughs> I would have liked to have watched the game in the new stadium. Yeah, no, that is a neutral. Uh, that's a neutral site location there. Uh, Thursday night, a pretty long, large set of games. Even a few that have some some interest to them. Yeah, You've got uh, and some of these maybe in the lines too. So I'll go look at that in a minute. I'm not sure what we're doing or not doing. Uh, Boise State UCF is on ESPN on Thursday night. Oh. Pretty good game. Yeah, that's one. Uh, South Florida NC State is on Thursday night. Uh, Ohio State Minnesota is on Thursday night. Ooh. P.J. Fleck getting yeah. him some Buckeyes on, on, on Thursday. They will be flipping channels in here. Yeah, 7 o'clock on Fox for that one. Tickets, oh. tickets as low as $82. Actually a pretty tough ticket there in, okay. uh, in, in Minneapolis for that opener. All right. Uh, Bowling Green Tennessee is on Thursday night. Sure. Yeah. Damn right. That, that, that's the start of the Josh Heupel era. Balls are back. It is the start of the Josh Heupel era. And then uh, closing it, those damn Southern Utah, they can't get away from them. The Pac-12 network, uh, Arizona State, closing out the night on Thursday night. Arizona State, Southern Utah. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, there's a bunch of other games, but none that matter. Like Tulsa plays UC Davis. I'll pass on that one. But yeah, but, but, but here's the thing. What There's some mean? games Friday, too. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. Here, here's what's interesting. It's what you mentioned. Of all those games I just said, including some duds that I didn't mention, like Weber State against Utah, all those are on TV or some type of streaming service except for two. Every game on Thursday, even in those smaller conferences, yeah. can be streamed or watched somewhere. And frankly, only a couple can only be streamed. Most of them are on random-ass television stations. Yeah. Houston Baptist, New Mexico, and Eastern Washington, UNLV, are the only two on Thursday night you cannot find without some type of Flow Sports thing or something. Yeah. And even New Mexico State football, it's on Flow Sports every freaking week. Is that right? That is correct, yeah. (laughs) Several people who forgot to cancel those subscriptions back last February, hey, they got the Aggies. Yeah. Whenever they're ready. Yeah, David told me a couple weeks ago the the announcers are – like the backup guys who probably would have done like varsity blues, like very, very, very high school lock the gate kind of guys. So oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you get that. <laughs> um, Friday night, every single game is on a television station that is, uh, that is on their list of games. You got North Carolina, Virginia tech it's on not Friday bad. night. It's not That's bad. Good. Yeah. 
You got Duke and Charlotte. That's Will Healy, right? Is he still at Charlotte? I think so. Yeah. Is he still there? All right. So he plays David Cutcliffe. He actually could be the next coach at Duke. Sure. Be an interesting little awesome. fit there. Way to go. You have no interest? None. At all? Can't even make you care? Try to care? Nope. Michigan State Northwestern is Friday night? Oh, that's a good game. In. You're in now? Check. Friday night, my plans are set. ESPN at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Give me the bourbon and light the grill and Big Ten action on a Friday night in. Northern Colorado, Colorado, and then Colorado State, South Dakota State, closing your uh, your evening on Friday night. But I get the I get the – Eight o'clock game. You can watch. Actually, it's a double header. At five, you get Virginia Tech, North Carolina, and then Michigan State, Northwestern is immediately followed. Oh, sign me up. There's nothing wrong with that on a Friday night. Uh, that's a good slate on Friday night. I mean, if you're bitching about that, you're just not easily pleased. That's a really good slate. Yeah, I'm all in on that. No, totally in. No issues on that whatsoever. Um, and then Saturday, a lot of games. Probably should get into the picks. I like watching. Through a, I uh, like watching Northwestern football. No jokes. All right, so. They play a, a unique brand of football that when you watch them play, you know it's them. Yeah, sure. Well, that's one thing about the Big Ten, I think it's why you like it, is most every team in the Big Ten knows their identity. Yeah, I think that's why I do like it. Like They know exactly what they are, and look, that's how they try to win. If it doesn't work, they lose. Everybody was bitching on Twitter about, oh, I can't believe they open. I'm like, it's not bad. No, neither team's going to win the national title. No, neither team's going to threaten for anything. But you talk about you want to see football. Well, there it is. And it's actually not bad football. It's a little slow. It's not SEC speed. But there was some good football. There was some strategy. It was interesting. It's physical. I mean, credit to Brett Bielema. He could have just hung out with the Patriots for the rest of his life. He took a gig at, at Illinois. He wanted to get back in the Big Ten. We'll see. I guarantee you, Illinois will have its brand. You'll know what they look like. Now, will it work? Probably not. But you know what they do. Thursday night, the only game that we're doing in Nils Picks is Bowling Green, Tennessee. And then we're yes. not doing any of those Friday games that I just mentioned. So we no. skipped to Saturday. Skipped and, to Got a lot of Saturday. Yeah, a lot of, lot of Saturday games. I threw so, in a couple of wild cards on Saturday because there's a couple that just deserve to be in there. Sure. I haven't looked yet, but we'll get there in a second. So Allen nails one. Texas versus ULL. Yeah. All in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you're pulling for the Cajuns here, aren't we? As painful as it is you to are. pull for the Cajuns. You're I'm pulling like, for the Cajuns. Because I like chaos. You like Texas losing. Come I don't on. like Texas. Texas losing is a good thing. You find it funny when Texas loses. I do, for whatever reason, find it amusing when Texas loses. Texas or Michigan? No, I, I would cheer for Texas all day. Would you really? Yeah. Over Michigan? Yeah, Michigan's the most obnoxious brand in sports. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah, it's not even close. Okay. So this time slot thing, you have to pick an eleven, a two thirty, and a seven, or do you get like the five two? Or what, 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 I don't know. We can play with it because I mean I'm going to okay. answer this again. But there are some good games in all time slots, and if you could only pick one, okay. So to kick this off at eleven, you guys get your schedule out, hit pause if you'd like to go through it with us. If not, then we'll just tell you the ones that matter because I'm skipping over Boston College and Colgate because yeah, Neil's not picking. I'm that. not picking that. So. At 11 o'clock, your options. And there are some interesting ones in I every know. slot. Where I it's, know. It's a really good there, question. There are the ones where it's kind of like the pet project, even if it's not necessarily what you will pick. You know what I mean? Where you go, hey, I might be more interested in that, even though it's not the best game. Yeah, those, sure. those are two different things. Sure. The question like, here is not what is the best game. Yeah. It's which game, if you could only watch one, would interest you the most. Because like, I'm not going to pick it. But if I'm just sitting there, I would leave Oklahoma Tulane on for a couple minutes. Sure. And just... Check it out. Sure. I have no problem with that. Oklahoma Tulane, the one that I would pick for my 11 o'clock, Penn State, Wisconsin, is at 11 o'clock. Well, that's it's, definitely it's, the leader it's, in the it, Yeah, house. it's hard to knock that one out of its spot. 
Kentucky ULM is not getting the mm-hmm. uh, the choice. Michigan Western Michigan is not getting the choice. Stanford plays Kansas State. That will be a lot of running the football in, uh, yeah. in, in, in the little apple on Saturday morning. Yeah. Kansas State might be the most boring team in the country that I just can't make myself really watch. If if Deuce Vaughn weren't the running back yeah. and I didn't Well that's fair. I wasn't friends with Deuce's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. See, those are the only elevens. Okay, so that's easy. So and okay, here's the, the question. Eleven though. answers if you, is Wisconsin. If you pick an eleven game, you can't pick one of the ones. Okay. And now I don't think you would, but just for the hell of yeah. the conversation. Nebraska I mean uh, Fresno State, Oregon, no. Arkansas Rice. I mean, the only, I mean, for personal reasons, I would turn on the Arkansas game just to yeah. see the student section. But no, am I sure. watching that game? No, I want give me, give me Wisconsin, Penn State because Wisconsin's good. There's pressure on James Franklin to rebound this season. I'm curious to see what Penn State looks like, knowing they get Auburn here pretty quick. And Wisconsin's going to be Wisconsin now. Mm-hmm. They always are. I mean, Wisconsin's they're going to run the football. You don't have to take their order when they sit down at the table. <laughs> you know what they're going to have. Yeah. Uh, 2.30, the slate of games, very, very good. Okay. Alabama and Miami. See, I think it's going to be a blowout, but go ahead. Indiana against Iowa. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm, in. I'm, I'm I think I'm in. I'm just putting straight in Neil's veins with dumb games. Here. Well, I get Iowa at home against Indiana. Yeah, you get yeah. to see the waving to the children and Indiana-Iowa all you, at the same time. Do you time. need to see a vein, ma'am? Yeah. Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State is in this mm, time slot. Interesting, but no. No, you're not doing that. Uh, Iowa State gets their opener, but it's against Northern Iowa, so you're whatever. Yeah, but if no. you pick that, you've got to skip Louisiana, Texas. Ooh. What time's that game? I don't make the rules. It's at 3.30. You can't have them both. Wow. Now that's tough. Give me Texas look, look, I think, Lafayette. Because I, give, I me the, give me Billy give Napier. Give me the chaos possibility. Because, look. I do. I, I'd love me some Iowa, Indiana, but I know exactly what I'm getting, and I'm going to get that 11 more times. And I can well, watch it. Some, okay. I'll, and whoever I'll, loses that game, they're going to be okay. Yeah. If Texas loses, yeah, I'm going to be a little pissed off if that's a great game and Texas is beating Lafayette 41 to 20 with four minutes left. Yeah, I would but, be throwing stuff. But give me the chance for the chaos because we've got a chance, and it's an outside chance, but a chance at an 0 and 2 Texas start in a year when they're bailing on the Big 12. Would be yeah. where the snark is could just through everything. Yes. Uh, all right. So you're not taking any of the games at five. So we get through that time slot. We'll we'll go in three and a half hour window, so you don't miss any of these six o'clock. You can take the six o'clocks here. Okay. Here's the problem though. It's six. You're picking your game until nine. Yeah. So this is a lot of freaking. And this includes. Football. LSU, UCLA. It does. Yeah, there's a lot here. So Auburn's got its opener. South Carolina's got its opener. Yeah, those are walks. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm just kind of clicking through. Sure. Um, and making sure I don't miss one, frankly. Georgia and Clemson. That's certainly a candidate. I know. Uh, Florida's got its opener. Uh, Vanderbilt, East Tennessee State. I mean, who knows? You can't watch Will against Kane. No, and I, I'll, I'll you hate that. Pick it, but it's it's a flip. Now, in, for in you. the real world, I am going to get the. You will that flip on. over there. Oh, for sure. Might even just leave it on the second TV. And in let fact, it sit I'm probably going to put it on that one right there and just yeah, come check it. LSU, UCLA. Actually, when I look back, it, that's really it. It's really just those two. It's games. those two games. So You're here's picking, my here's my thought process. Yeah, whoever loses Georgia Clemson is not done. Disappointed, but not done. If LSU were to lose 
to UCLA. It's the chaos. The chaos begins week one if LSU loses in Los Angeles. And watching that game the other day, and again, I realized that UCLA was playing one of the soccer teams from Carson's tournament. Yeah, sure. But UCLA looked pretty good. Cole Kubelik made some commentary about UCLA's offensive line being bigger, better, more athletic than he thought they would be. He thought that the Bruins had had refined some schemes and such. Cole really knows football, so when he says those things, I pay attention. Like if Dan Wilkins says that, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, drink bleach. But but when Cole says it, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he noticed something. Sure. So if UCLA, and the line is only like it's three and a half points as of last night. That was early. Yeah. If UCLA beats LSU, it's chaos. Immediately. Immediately in Baton Rouge. So I think give me that all day. Now, if LSU's beating UCLA by 17 points and Georgia and Clemson yeah, I, are a two-point game. See I'm, see, I'm flipping it here. I want the safety. I need to see Clemson and Georgia play one another because I can dictate more about the score from LSU, UCLA, than I need to actually watch UCLA, LSU, I feel like. Yeah. Where I feel like I need to see Georgia Clemson to see what that actually looks like. I understand. Like. So no, I think, I, I think yeah. I'm reversing the 2 o'clock thing into this window. Yeah, this yeah window. because it, the, in the 230 window, if, I t- if someone told you that one of those teams is a title contender, you would go, oh, Iowa, Iowa's good, huh? They found yeah. a quarterback, or yeah, Iowa whatever. did whatever. Right, because Iowa's going to be good. Yeah, if Iowa has a couple of special things, they go from good to really good. I also need that two thirty palate cleanser and something different. I don't need a double header of Penn State, Wisconsin going directly into Iowa, Indiana. I just watched that. What game. was that? Come on, I just watched that game. <laughs> I just watched a bunch of slow people in the field running the football. I'm good. Give me something else. I mean, you're when you finish that double header, you've got so much like white enriched flour just everywhere. I think so you need to go like grill a bratwurst. Yeah, you just yeah. It's got some cheese in it. You're like drinking Oktoberfest beers just just hammering them and and eating cheese. Yeah, I need to see a forward pass at some point <laughs> after that. So Yeah, you've got That would be great. You've got like Wonder Bread with brats oh. and you started melting some cheese on it. And you're drinking Oktoberfest. It's the one where it'd make you wonder. If you had to watch that doubleheader, like Ohio State played somebody decent, they'd go, no, I'm done with the Big Ten. I don't care. Just uh, have at it. I'll catch you later. That's that, that, that's fine. So that's it. It's Wisconsin, Penn State, Texas, ULL, Georgia, Clemson would be the three that I would, that I would do. And I think I would do LSU, UCLA. As, I would do it instead. Okay. Because I'm just all in on the Ed Orgeron thingy. When people go, well, they figured it out. Oh, okay, wait. Okay. What? Yeah. How I mean, so? Sure, but I mean, yeah. Whatever you say. Well, they figured it out at the end of last season. They barely beat Arkansas, and they barely beat an absolutely crippled Ole Miss team at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they figured anything out. Yeah. We'll hit a, hit a little lines for the week. We'll talk a little Ole Miss in a second. First, I will tell you about Northeast Spark. N-E-S-P-A-R-C dot com. You can find them there by calling the office. See all the best ways to get the uh, the best internet around. They've got the Ignite package, the 100 Mbps. You also have the Blaze. 
That is the one gig that powers the Clarkport Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bring you world-class broadband, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So, again, 662-238-3159. Yeah, Mark makes a good point. It's still Chip Kelly versus Ed Orgeron. It is. I mean, there's there's a lot there. Oh, I don't hate it. Because, I mean, if like, let's say Clemson beats Georgia 24-23. to 23. That's not the end of Georgia's season. No, 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 no. no or if Georgia beats Clemson 24-23, to 23, Clemson's still going to run the table in the ACC and go to the playoff. The game in L.A. could lead to change. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We're also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all uh, – Commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. If you want to learn more about uh, all the opportunities that Sam and B.B. can provide for you, go to 601-586-3220. 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you. And only you, raw denim jeans, custom fit and hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. Go to their virtual tailor at bluedeltajeans.com and you can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. And Blue Delta makes sure, will make sure that you're looking great for football season. You can redeem 10% off your purchase by using the code REBELGROVE. That's REBELGROVE, all lowercase, one word, at bluedeltajeans.com or in their Oxford studio. It's a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's uh, cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been providing uh, incredible jewelry for uh, more than 73, 74 years in the Oxford area. Engagement rings, wedding rings, Watches, pearls, fine jewelry, uh, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, you name it, they've got it. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Heating and Air. Comer's the name you can trust. With uh, more than 50 years of professional HVAC experience in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area. And now if you live in Memphis, Hernando, South Haven, that area up there, the DeSoto area, you can get the same exact quality service and materials by getting in touch with the people at Southern Heating and Air. The number for Comer, by the way, 662-801-1777. Will, uh, they sponsor hand-raised guys. We'll be with you on Thursday night to watch some of these games. That'll be a, the first Thursday kind of fun show because mm-hmm. we'll have football actually on the screen, real football. So that's Comer Heating and Air, 662-801-1777. College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. The College Corner is next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. So whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. 
What you do is get in touch with Pinnacle. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com, mypinwealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. I deliver locally in the Oxford area, 662-236-2222. And remember, if you're a state or school employee in the area, the state signed an insurance provider who uses CVS Caremark. It's a PBM, a pharmacy benefit manager. Not to be confused with CVS Pharmacy. They uh, supply prescription cards, and they have the CVS logo on them, but it's not the pharmacy. Do not worry about it. You're all good at your local pharmacy, which hopefully is Tyson Drugs or G&M. So you have to do nothing else, and you can continue to get the great service that you come used to. Again, 662-236-2222. So jumping in the lines a little bit for uh, for the week. These may differ from Neil's picks because those are locked in. Whereas I'm reading from Odd Shark right now, um, so if you hear a discrepancy, the ones that we are picking for the week have already been uh, been locked in because that would not be fair to find the best line of the week and then pick it at that point. We're we're all about uh, being as transparent and as noble as possible here with Neil's picks. Uh, UCF is a opened as a three and a half point favorite, now a five and a half point favorite against Boise State on Thursday. If you'd like to get in a little action on uh, on that one. This line feels low to me. I know that it was a COVID year, but Minnesota kind of sucked last year. Ohio State only minus 14 on, on Thursday. I know they got a new quarterback, breaking in some stuff, all that, whatever. But I'll be a little surprised if the Gophers are good. Um, I, I don't mind laying the 14 there between the, the, the Buckeyes and Minnesota on Thursday. No, no, I, I expect Ohio State to be pretty good. Minnesota was not particularly good last season. They fell off. This line has jumped into a territory that I just hate because who knows with lines that are over 30 points. But Tennessee and Bowling Green, it opened at 27. It's now at 34 and a half Ooh. on a Thursday. Where do we have that? 29. Okay. No, nope, nope. Hold on. Uh, Tennessee, where are they? Hey, I've got them at 34. 34. Mm. So, yeah, we've got the high That's end. That's a lot of points, man. I would have felt better about that at 27 right now. That's a tough one. Uh, North Carolina, Virginia Tech on Friday. The uh, the Tar Heels are a five-point favorite in Blacksburg against the Hokies. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell in his debut, almost a touchdown there. Favorite, uh, let's see. And then your Big Ten game on Friday night. This line has dropped precipitously. It opened at 7.5 in favor of Northwestern. It's now a field goal. Northwestern minus three at home against Michigan State. So that is uh, that's falling off pretty good. That's That has the chance to be a really good game. It does, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no joke. All Big Ten jokes aside, Northwestern plays this really disciplined brand of football. You have to beat them. They don't typically beat themselves. Kentucky is favored by 30 against ULM, sure. Okay. Moving, yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. Moving on. But Can't, from a betting standpoint, I hate those numbers. No, I don't know what to do. In an opening week, too? I, whatever. But sure. it's Terry Bowden and Rich Rodriguez. I mean, God only knows what they're going to run. Kentucky's pretty good on defense. It's pretty fast. And I have a hunch ULM's going to just try to run whatever the hell that is they run. Is it Rich's son that's the quarterback? I think that's right. I, can they score on Kentucky? Like, at all? I mean, not much. So you're counting on can Kentucky score 35 points? Yeah, it's a matter of whether they want to. If you're because they could win this game twenty seven to three, and we all go okay. Sure. Well, so it's Stoops' deal is this right? You you jump ahead, 
you get the game out of in control. So you got a couple of things. It's first game. Yeah, sure. You want to play some of your young guys. You know they're going to have some jitters and all that stuff. You know they're going to screw some stuff up. You want to get it on film so you can look at it. You want to reward some kids. They've been through a hard camp. Mom and dad are there for the first time. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, could you line up and just beat the hell out of them 70 to 3? Sure. Would that would would your would your program benefit more from you getting the starters out two series into the third quarter and getting the kids some time, mm-hmm. even though that might cost you a point spread? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, again, this game bores me to death, but if you have interest, it looks like it could be close. Kansas State only a two and a half point favorite against Stanford and in, uh, in Manhattan, yeah, but I mean, it does doesn't, nothing. Doesn't do for much me. for me. I mean, I guess if it's and the blooms on. off the Stanford rose a little bit. You know, Stanford was kind of fun from the standpoint of just watching them run the weird formations and all that stuff and run the football and yeah, I can just find that in the Big Ten now. I'm good. I'll 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 do something differently. There's a little bit of that. You wonder if David Shaw wishes he'd struck when the iron was hot. There's no doubt about that. Uh, line has jumped a lot. Oklahoma now a 27-point favorite against the Green Wave in New Orleans on Saturday. Um, I wonder if they'll be able to play in New Orleans. I don't know because the power outages are incredibly severe. They the, Their main thing, I, I don't know the wording, but a huge electrical issue happened last night during that hurricane. Well, energy completely blue. Um, it's 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 covering at least a four county area, maybe a six county area, Parish. including all. Yeah, sorry, you're <laughs> right. My apologies, <laughs> including all of the uh, the greater New Orleans area. Um, the rumor from a buddy down there last night was that you're talking weeks to potentially months for full recovery from an electrical <laughs> grid standpoint. So, is that true? Again, no idea. No, that's scheduled to be a day game. It's 11 a.m. So you wouldn't have to turn the lights on, but you got to run the you got to run a lot of scoreboards stuff, and stuff. And now maybe it's general. You know, I, I don't know, but that's at least something to watch as Tulane does host Oklahoma at eleven o'clock on uh, on Saturday. Do you just move the game to Norman and then make a makeup somewhere down the road? I'm Tulane. Can I really do that when they try to make me up in twenty thirty four? Like, but if you can't play the game, you can't play the I game. I think I find a way to play the game. Do you postpone the game to later in the year? Now that's a possibility. If that's a if that is a possibility, I have no clue. But if I'm Tulane, I have a hard time going. Yeah, sure, we'll play in 13 years. I just I'd have a hard time with that unless it was absolutely the only option that I had. Yeah, that, eh, can't do that. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, the Badgers by four and a half at yeah, Camp Randall. Yeah, totally in. You're in. That's a, that's. A, I mean, listen. You guys can bash the Big Ten all you want, but Wisconsin-Penn State is a good game. This line falling. Arkansas now only a 19.5 point favoring its Rice. That opened at 24.5. Let's see where I got that. Yeah, 19.5. That's what I've got. Yeah, so you're 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 right there on it. No idea what to think about Arkansas. I've got real, I've got real concerns about K.J. Jefferson at quarterback. I kind of think if they had Felipe Franks back, sure. you'd be like, whoa, boy, I'll tell you what, they're interesting. But, but mm. less so with K.J. Jefferson. Alabama favored by 19.5 in Atlanta against the Miami Hurricanes. Derek King making uh, his first start of the season for Miami. Eh, yeah. It's fine. I think Alabama's going to beat them to death, but it's fine. Um, Cincinnati, 23.5 over Miami, Ohio. Sure. Indiana and Iowa. Iowa minus three at home. Yeah. So basically a pick on a neutral site there between the – Basically giving the Hawkeyes the home field. And that's probably how I would bet it. Yeah, Indiana will be interesting. Michael Michael Penix back, He's healthy back. for the for for the Hoosiers. Iowa sometimes is a slow starter. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, close game that I do not care about. Maryland minus th- or sorry, plus three against West Virginia at home. I mean, just could not care less. West Virginia's the whole the whole game going to be saying, "Hey, c- could y'all let us in?" Big Ten. We, 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 we're better than them. We're better. I mean, like if you let Maryland in, why not us? You let Rutgers in. Yeah, why not us? <laughs> uh, State minus twenty three and a half against La Tech. It's a lot of points. Feels like a, I'll take the points and hope that it's a lot of points. Leach runs it up on bad teams. He does. That's what worries you a little bit. Is it can La Tech be fast enough and disciplined enough against that stuff? Right. Because SEC teams kind of just control it. But yeah, yeah. That ugh. my initial gut is La Tech, but there's there's something scary about that. I, I don't real, feel real quick yeah, before sure. we continue. Kyle, thank you for the super chat. He says, any way possible that Greg or Neil could post a recipe with the spin instructor versus the butcher podcast? Maybe a marinade or a side dish that goes on the grill. Yeah, I'll ask Greg about that. Um, I'm sure that's very doable. That's probably very doable. Probably doable. We're taping the first one of those on uh, Thursday afternoon. We'll normally tape on Wednesday afternoon, but uh, this Wednesday I've got a a conflict at that time, so we're going to tape on Thursday. Okay. The game you love. Season two of Butcher versus Spin Instructor. Louisiana Lafayette, Texas. At eight. It opened at 14 and a half, now at eight. I don't know what to do on that yet. I, I'm, I'm inclined to take the points. Even at eight. Yeah, I mean. That puts me into a realm where am I just being cute. Billy's got a good team. I know. Been running, Iowa State been running that system year. for a while now. Yeah. Nobody lines up and just pops them, and they score. They're probably going to lose, but we mentioned them earlier in the show, so it's worth mentioning here. Huge opportunity for San Jose State. They are at the Coliseum facing USC on Ooh. Saturday. Just, probably just won't do it. Just, just there. Now, that's not a crap game to keep an eye on. Five o'clock. Just, just there. That's it. Yeah. See, you'd already kind of gotten me into the mindset of I can only watch one game, and now I'm back now you're to like, going, hey, I can flip. I can flip and watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, 14 the line there. Just, just keep an eye. That's all. USC San Jose State on on Saturday afternoon. See how yeah. Slovis looks. Yeah, just, just that's not look. bad. Hugh Freeze plays Campbell at six o'clock on Saturday night, and his opener. Go Campbell. The Camels. Sure, they are. I'm for them. The Camels. Auburn giving thirty seven to Akron. I don't know. Sure. I mean, what what do you do with that? Inclined to lay them. Are you sure? I feel like they will try to run it up for whatever reason. I mean, you might not be able to help yourself. Yeah, that feels like – was it the former Auburn quarterback who used to be the quarterback at Akron Yeah, when they played against Ole Miss? Was it Akron that played against Ole Miss and the game was so close? It was close for a little while, wasn't it? It was close for a long while. It was Akron, right? It was Woody Barrett. That game was 2019. There was there were all sorts of signs that it was trouble. Yeah, it was Woody Barrett, right? Wasn't that his name? Is that, it could be. Sounds right. Auburn has a lot of cast-off quarterbacks, so I don't – no offense, Grant. So, I mean, like, it's just a lot of stuff. I mean, Gatewood back in the portal doing whatever he's doing. He's at UCF. Oh, you and I learned over the weekend, and this happened in May, but we obviously were not catching up. Sean Robinson is at San Jose State, by the way, yeah. speaking of the Spartans. Um, we stumbled <laughs> upon that during a phone conversation over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Texas Tech and Houston, actually a good game on uh, on Saturday. Houston, a one-and-a-half home dog against the Red Raiders. A preview of a future American Athletics Conference game. <laughs> Their commissioner's locked in. Why do I hate Texas Tech? Why do I hate so many Texas? Yeah, what, what teams? do you have? Some. What is there possibly to hate about Texas Tech? I, I don't. I don't like them. 
I cheer against them. What no do they what. do to you? Nothing. Ever. Nothing. I just don't like them. Like I don't. There's I, nothing. I cheer against Baylor. I cheer against Texas Tech. I don't like Texas. I think Texas A&M's a cult. And yet, I kind of like the state of Texas. <laughs> I just cheer against all their teams. I mean, Texas Tech is the most mundane. They lose in everything except basketball. Yeah. They, just not, not a fan. Actually, they just lose in football. They're actually good in baseball, too. So, yeah. Uh, don't cheer for them. <sighs> okay. Georgia and Clemson. Clemson minus three in Charlotte. Whew, I, don't I don't know yet. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, I, I need a minute. Um, I'm, I'm not there yet for uh That's for that not one. a game that I'm looking at going, That's this is a moneymaker. Florida minus 24 against Florida Atlantic and the Owls. Sure. Yeah, no. probably laying 24 points. Yeah, I know nothing about them at all. We're being corrected in the thread. It was the Ole Miss played Kent State. Oh, it was Kent State. And that's where Abra. Barrett was. I should have known this was our former employee being such a Mac guy. I'm sorry. I... Yeah, yeah. Kent State. It was Kent State. That game was close in the fourth quarter. Was that any better? Really? They, they had the power delay, remember? Because I was in Fayetteville. Oh, really? Okay, sure. No. I was in Fayetteville. I don't remember this. I think it was the Campbell senior year. I had taken her up. She was visiting different sorority girls. Oh, really? And I thought, well, they'll beat Kent State by 60 and it won't matter. And they didn't. No. I was having to watch that. So it was 2018? I think so. Not 19? I'm positive, matter of fact. You are? Yep. Yeah, it was uh, 38-17 was the final. And at one point, I think it was 17 to 17. Yeah, maybe that's right. I do seem to. Because I want to say, if I even sent you a text with just like dots. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. uh, got, a little, got a little issue here. <laughs> I had dropped, I remember it. I had dropped her off at the Zeta house at Arkansas. She was going in to visit with some girls that she'd met on social media that were ru- going to rush her a year later. And you sent me the dot, dot, dot. Well, it happened a lot. Like, you went and covered Kirby Smart. They played La Tech. Yeah, and that was there, that, was there wasn't even a dot 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 there. That was just like a bomb. Well, that was expected yeah. almost. Yeah. You knew what we were doing going into that one. A uh, and M giving twenty nine and a half to Kent State this weekend in the uh, in the opener. That's a that feels low compared to all the other weird lines. Ah, but just, well, you don't know what A and M's going to do at quarterback. What what, what the kids going to look like? What the yeah. offensive line is going to look like? South Alabama, a two point home dog against Will Hall and Southern Miss this weekend. So uh, Kane getting two in Mobile. Should be a good game. Did you put it on the list? Yeah. Did you? Okay. No, I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Okay. I don't know. Uh, LSU. I like both coaches, so I'm cheering for both teams. That's Someone's got to lose, and I kind of hate that. Uh, LSU, UCLA, uh, LSU minus four is that line right now. Yeah, I've got it at three and a half. <clears throat> I don't know. Let's see what Odd Shark says. They don't really have any analytics yet, but I'm just kind of curious. They are predicting UCLA thirty-two to thirty. You would take that right now. Oh me? Yeah. Oh, you personally, you would take I mean, that right now. The vein that was already open for the Big Ten game. You would be so happy at Just, five o'clock. I said, "Hey, look, football gods, we're gonna give you one score: UCLA thirty-two, LSU 30. Oh. And you wouldn't even care how it happened. Sign, like whatever. Sign it's me all, up. It's all. It's oh all. yeah, I would go open the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Your late night action, you got a nine thirty kick with BYU giving twelve to Arizona. I don't think I'll still be going by then. You don't think so? No. And you definitely will not be waiting up for a ten o'clock kick with the Johnny the fighting John Hartwells in Pullman, Washington. Oh no, God no. Utah State, Washington State to close your evening. No. You good? 
and then Notre Dame minus seven and a half uh, against Florida State in Sunday in Sunday in Tallahassee. What time's that game at night? It's a seven thirty kick, six thirty kick, one or the other. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. It's not as good as the Saturday slate, and I'm not as in on that as I will be on Monday night, obviously. But but I'm in on that. I predicted that Ole Miss would be an 11-point favorite by kick, and we're going to get close. It's up to 10 right now. Okay, I had it at 9.5. Yeah, it's bounced one more time to 10. Opened at 7 back in the summer. I like Ole Miss. I like laying the points there. I just think they're going to score. What do I think? Okay. In fact, that might be – one, of, of all the games we just talked about, that might be one of the ones I'm more confident about. Um, money lines, if you'd like to bet on it, those are not overly nice right now for uh, for Ole Miss because they've jumped out to such a favorite. You got to bet three seventy to win a hundred on the uh, on the Rebels right now. Vegas very clearly believes Ole Miss is going to win the game. Yeah, they're protecting themselves a little bit yes. here. And then with Louisville, if you'd like to bet on them, you can get it. You can bet a hundred to win three fifteen. Well, they really like Ole Miss. Yeah, they're yeah. protecting those money lines and not letting you get stupid. Well, I don't there. blame them. Yeah, no, I agree. I and mean, that's where you can, if you're smart, that's where you can make money. Yeah, especially early in the year. Hey, some upsets, some some close. Yeah. Take, take, take those and figure it out. What's that? I know you got to go back and find it. I'm curious. What's the ULL Texas money line? Yeah, I'll go find That's going to tell me a little bit about what Vegas really thinks. I'll do it while you're uh, paying a couple bills in a second. First, I'll tell you about Nick's Tan and Associates for all your real estate needs here locally in Oxford, 662 281 one two zero zero. You can go to the website. You can click it from the message board and my signature. Or when uh, three two one comes out this week, it is always linked on the top of that as well. Gallery view, map view, plenty of different options there with O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and his their team of associates to uh, do whatever you need to do on both sides of the buying and selling process here locally in Oxford. So again, that's nixtanoxford.com six six two two eight one one two zero zero. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John um, has been in, in the travel business for a long time, and before that he traveled the globe for 37 years. So he knows the extra attention that's needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and let him give you options, and know you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi, they've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. We've already referenced it a little bit on the show. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can get in touch with her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties. Located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail, the premium brand trailer, highest quality utility equipment dump and gooseneck trailer being built today. Fully primed and powder-coated. Load Trail trailers come with an industry-leading three-year warranty and two years of roadside assistance. They've also got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They also can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built for you. They can also repair all types of trailers, concession 
horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. 601-932-9798. Or check them out at alphaofms.com. Um, I did an interview with Chance Campbell on Friday. It's up on our YouTube channel. You, uh, If you follow our Instagram page, you'll see it there as well. Um, it's up on the site. A lot of places where you can go check it out. Chance was great. It's about 21 minutes. He was uh, really, really, he was, he was on top of his game. He kind of always is, but it was really good. You'll enjoy it. It's brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. There's stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or a text on his cell, 662-571-2367. Or tell him uh, what you're looking for when you stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson to test drive that new or used vehicle. Be sure to tell him that you heard about him on this podcast or on the Soft Verbal Podcast. And with any purchased vehicle, just mention that podcast and you'll get a $50 gas card. So looked it up. Uh, money lines are a little better for Texas than I would have anticipated, actually. Um, money lines, if you'd like to bet on the Longhorns, you got to put up 310 to win 100. Okay. And if you want to bet on ULL, plus 270. So 270 if okay. you bet 100. For, uh, so Vegas likes Texas, but they're not just over-the-top crazy about it. They're yeah. kind of covering themselves a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a that and that's one that I bet has moved a good bit over time as early money and late money. You're trying to balance yourself here yeah. and make sure you get in the middle to uh to make money either way on the juice. So yeah, that's that's not a crazy one. I Was think. ULL impacted by the storm? I have not seen anything. I know I LSU's where, in Houston all week. Uh two lanes in Birmingham. They are. Yeah. What day did they get out? Friday or Saturday. Okay. LSU waited till Saturday evening. It took them ten hours. Was it ten hours? When was, I thought it was thirteen. Yeah, hours. maybe it's thirteen. They left at like seven and got there at like eight or something like to that. To get yeah, sat in a bus. What's normally a five-hour trip? Yeah, Baton Rouge, right. Houston. It's about right. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I knew a few people that got out on Saturday morning, and there was a huge wreck on ten that slowed everything down for a couple hours. If anybody was trying to go east. Um, at that point. Yeah, people some people took thirteen hours to get to Mobile from New Orleans. Oh my god. That's usually two hours. And when you have gas stations that are mostly out of gas through there. Scary. Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know, anyway. Just terrible. You see where that building just collapsed in New yes. Orleans last night? Yes. From assuming water on the roof and it caused Yeah the structure to give in because of the pressure on the roof. Someone said, I saw it on Twitter, so it has to be true. Sure. But I think this was actually, they, they had their wind gauge in right outside of Homa, mm-hmm. 179 on a gust. 79. Not sustained winds, yeah, but sure. a gust of wind, 179. Cat wow. 5 starts at 157 for anybody yeah. who's curious. One, I saw some meteorologist yesterday who was really, really good on explaining that the difference on a 150 versus 75, because it's exponential, it's not simply linear. Right. It's not double the force. It's 256 times 
the force for a 150 versus a 75 mile an hour hurricane. Because I think Cat 1 starts at 75 miles an hour. Yesterday was a day that I was glad I had stuff to do and a drive to make and then work to do because if you just sat and watched television yesterday, I watched a lot. You would be depressed. Well, I'm following. I'm following people who I know got out. Then they're telling me people who didn't leave. I know some other people. Frankly, I mean, I'll be completely honest on the show this morning. I've got one person who I don't think left. And I'm scared to send a text this morning, if I'm completely honest. I have not reached out, and I'm scared. Because it's to, so bad? Yeah. In that area of Louisiana, I'm scared to even send the text, and I haven't done it because I'm worried I won't get one one back. Um, but I dealt with that just kind of mentally all day yesterday. I was watching a lot of news coverage, a lot of weather stuff, and then I was following a bunch of texts. People going, hey, so-and-so went here, so-and-so went here. These people were fine here. And we're kind of doing this running back and forth play-by-play. All day and all night, and it was it was it was it was exhausting. Between that, so we got Carson had a their bracket worked out poorly for them. They kind of caught the worst break possible, so they had to play in the consolation game on Sunday morning, and they just beat the hell out of this team from Bartlett, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we got back to the hotel. I arranged for a one hour later checkout so he could take a shower. And while he's showering and getting stuff together, I turned on the ceremony in Delaware, mm-hmm. and I wished I hadn't. And then I got in the car, and while he was back in the back, just kind of chilling, I listened to um, – I flipped kind of between CNN and Fox News and NPR, and I was searching for Weather Channel and stuff, but I was listening to coverage of the hurricane, and I know enough about Gulf Coast life and Louisiana mm-hmm. life to know that what you were hearing wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just depressing. Because it slowed down so much that, I mean, obviously I'm not a hurricane expert, but fast is good because it gets the hell out of there. Right. Once it slows down, you're just getting dumped on. Because it was over. moving like eight, nine miles an hour. It's not enough. not good. Yeah, that was some of the, 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 the problems. Uh, Blake, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Tulane's by far the most likely to get moved or canceled or altered in some way because they don't have power, but I, don't, I have not heard anything to this point. Um. Yeah, it was rough. Um, I don't know if it was worse or not as bad as expected or anything else. I haven't seen necessarily relative to projections, but I sort of avoided it this morning for the most part. Yeah, I, I did not. Know. I intentionally did not turn it on this morning. Oh, really? <clears throat> we think about the bias thing. Um. For those that don't know, Javi Baez, former Cubs shortstop, now with the Mets. Yesterday, he gave the fans the thumb down. Because they were getting booed. They were getting booed, and he tried to pass it off like, well, yeah, we – looks like the hurricane, the eye of the hurricane's like Vicksburgish yeah. right there. Uh-huh. Um, he tried to uh, – <laughs> Nick, he tried to uh, kind of pass it off like, oh, yeah, well, they boo us, and we thumbs down them. No, nah, that, was, that was a really bad look. You're making millions of dollars to play a game. Mm-hmm. The fans pay to come see you. Should fans boo? That's, I don't know. Whatever. They did. They have the right. They have the right. You probably don't need to boo the fans. And you're a free agent at the end of this year. With a weird game. 
Probably a trade the Mets wish they had back. Oh, there's that's a hundred percent true. It's probably a trade the Cubs are like, whoo, dodge that bullet. Because <laughs> the Cubs got a good prospect for that, and he's gone. Yeah, Sandy Alderson, the uh, Mets president, came out yesterday fully in support of the fans. That's it's, it's to be expected. You don't go against the fans right there. Well, even uh, they, I mean, the fans are right. Yeah, he was right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can't said we're all frustrated, and it is what it is. So. Whatever. Got that. Got Trent Dilfer in trouble for pushing a football player this weekend. That's kind of the news outside of uh, outside of college football beginning. Patriots have not named a starting quarterback. I saw Belichick being a little coy there after their fi- finale. Um, Look, there have been people his whole life that have bet against Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I said this in the draft. I like Mac Jones a lot. No, he's not the greatest athlete in the world. You don't have to be. Exactly. We're not running the hundred. Not frequently. Yeah. Not pole vaulting. Ever. You want a smart quarterback who can make throws, mm-hmm. who can run your offense, who can get you out of bad plays. Um, Bryson cussed a fan yesterday. Got that on the golf course, or after the tournament was over yesterday. Uh, Did you catch any of that? The long playoff yesterday. I I. I Followed it a little bit on Twitter as it was unfolding, but I was trying to make sure I got my work done. I, I, I was not in a spot to be distracted. Kevin Van Valkenburg, who's one of the top golf riders in the country, he works for ESPN. I'm just, if you don't care about golf, it's more about just athletes or whatever. It's just kind of funny. His, his lead to his column this morning, Bryson DeChambeau was steaming. He had just missed a birdie putt that brought an end to one of the most memorable playoffs in the PGA Tour has seen in recent years, and understandably he wanted to get away from everyone. The roars for Patrick Cantlay. Sunday's winner of the BMW Championship were still ringing out as DeChambeau ducked into the tunnel that cuts beneath the 18th hole grandstands. DeChambeau handed his hat to a gleeful adolescent fan standing at the rope line, then began a furious but silent walk up the steep hill that wades its way toward the Caves Valley Clubhouse. Halfway up the hill, something happened that made me feel like we've arrived at a miserable place in the never-ending circus that is DeChambeau. A patron waited until DeChambeau had walked by but was not out of earshot, then sneered from over the rope line, Great job, Brooksy. DeChambeau, speaking to Brooks Capco, obviously. Yes. DeChambeau spun around in a rage and began briefly walking back in his direction. You know what? Get the F out, DeChambeau yelled. He had rage in his eyes. Ended up having to be a cop. Ended up having to come in to potentially. Oh. DeChambeau kind of stopped, but he at least turned around here as this has, uh, as this has happened. It's. The PGA Tour implemented this for their own whatever, and it might end up having a very negative consequence as this has played out. As Kepka has stopped, but he has so many fans that have kept going because it bothers Bryson. And DeChambeau is a complete and utter head case, positively and negatively. That it's it's a it's a weird deal around yesterday. But yeah, golf went like six, seven playoff holes, something like that. Oh. DeChambeau just kept missing putt after missing putt after missing putt that would have won the tournament, and then he lost. So. Thus, most of his frustration was... Yes, the Tour Championship is this week. The biggest joke um, about a regular season, anything, is they go, hey, the finale, the season's over after this week, and then it just starts back next week, <laughs> yeah. the next season. So, Actually, the Ryder Cup's in like a week or two. So. 130,000 Mississippians without power. Oh, that's more than I thought. Yeah, it's only, only about 5,000 in Alabama. It's really a weird feeling when you live down there. You just you you cheer for someone else to suffer. <laughs> I mean, 
mean... I mean, look at some of the wind gusts they're reporting in different places in Louisiana. 122, 121. 1.1 million Louisianians without power. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, do some math there. That's... So, like, one town in Alabama. 5,000. Yeah. It tells you that it's just one. So when are we getting this? Supposedly all day today. I mean, it's 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 sprinkling. It's not doing much outside at the moment here here locally. It's down to tropical storm that's moving north at eight miles per hour. It's barely moving. Mm-hmm. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see what the weather forecast says. Uh, we'll have, uh, by the way, people were asking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil's picks debuts on Thursday. Um, we'll have hand raised guys Thursday night. That'll be the Friday morning podcast. And we'll have a video pregame show that we're but launching. But not like last year that's two right. hours for the game, just at some point for you to It watch. will be pre-recorded, and I'll publish Correct. it on, on Friday. Okay even though Ole Miss doesn't play till Monday because there will be some SEC and other content. Let's see, hourly forecast in Oxford. 80, 86% chance at 10 becomes 91 by 1, 99 at 4, 100 at 5, and it's supposed to rain all night. Yes. So, so there you go. Um. Tuesday, middle of the night, basically tonight, is some of the worst, whatever. So, anyway. All right. Uh, podcast tomorrow. Get some guests to you as the week goes on. It's been thrown off a little bit, but we'll get them uh, get them to you here on the show. And then again, leading up one week from now, Ole Miss and Louisville. Coverage from a uh, press conference type thing resumes tomorrow. But in the meantime, we'll have some other stuff for you on the site at rebelgrove.com. So, have a good day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.